0: Be personal, uh, be real, be authentic, tell stories. And uh, that's what branding's all about. Michael, thanks for being here. Great to be here. Very exciting, Ben.
1: Well, the Coast and Commerce podcast is all about bringing people who have been doing business on the coast for either a short amount of time or a long amount of time and bring some inspiration and some knowledge and some ideas to our our listeners and viewers of the show. So you've got that in spades, I think. So that's why I invited you on. But for people that haven't um, met yourself, Michael, or, or come across your company,
0: DTB, here on the coast, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Love to... DTB Advertising, it's been on the coast since 1991. Myself and my sister have owned and managed uh, DTB since 2003, so pretty much 20 years. Uh, prior to DTB, we both uh, had spent time in other markets. Um, my sister spent a lot of time over in the States, and I pretty much worked around Australia for uh, a, couple of, uh, a couple of major companies, namely uh, Mars and uh, Lion. In various locations, and we came to the coast for lifestyle, and uh, also to uh, own and operate a uh, an advertising agency. And uh, it's been it's been a wild ride. Yeah. It's been a wild ride through many things, uh, changing media space, changing marketing space, changing Sunshine Coast, and uh, through GFCs, pandemics, you name it, we've uh, pretty much faced it all.
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot has changed, and we'll we'll dive into that a little bit as well. But I'm interested when you you moved to the coast and you decided to start a business or acquire a business mm. with your sister. There was that was that your first like foray into like owning your own thing. Like previously, you just worked with others.
0: Previously, or? yeah, worked for pretty much uh, others in terms of big business. Yeah, and uh, wanted to get off that treadmill, so to speak, and at, at that time. Myself and my wife had two young kids. Uh, we had a third when we moved to the Sunshine Coast. So I wanted to give them better, better lifestyle and uh, I wanted, particularly myself, wanted to be more involved with them. Yeah. So it was very much a lifestyle decision moving here and it was pretty much the decision was made first to move here. Then it was, well, wow, what are we going to do once we're here? And uh, DTB, the opportunity for DTB came along. So... It was a big step moving from working in a big business which, which pretty much um, you, you, you play more, of, at times to be brutally honest, a maintenance role in yeah. a big business. Mm-hmm. You maintain the momentum, et cetera, and to work in your own business where it's very much more hands-on. You're dealing directly with uh, customers. And that's one thing that we like about DTB in that we haven't wanted to become too big. Uh, we wanted to always have that direct contact with customers and be the lead play the lead role with uh, with client uh, with clients and uh, we've maintained that over over 20 years quite closely and that's that's one of our key differences really caring and supporting and nurturing our clients. Yeah, cool.
1: So tell me about the decision to to buy an existing business which
0: DTB had been on the coast for how many years
1: before you bought it?
0: Well, pretty much 12 years yeah. on the coast before we bought it. Uh, initially, didn't go in with a view to buy it. Yeah. Initially, went in with a view to uh, become a partner with uh, the uh, guy who founded it, Mark Tolly. And um, one thing led to another. I think Mark had got the stage where he wanted to go and do something different. Um, my sister was in the States and uh, it was a, a little bit of time just after 9-11 over there so she was in New York so she wanted to pretty much come home after being 10 plus years over there so the planets aligned and things just happened and uh, so we decided uh, let's do it jumping away from uh, being the client onto the agency side was a was a step for both of us and uh, it's been a rewarding step because we get the variety of working with different clients working on different projects. Um, so not every day is the same, uh, which is good. And you're not just dealing with the same business day in, day out. So you're dealing with a variety of industries, a variety of clients and a v- variety of work within those clients. So, And that, that work has very much changed in 20 years from when we uh, first, uh, first came into the business. Yeah. Well, let's talk about
1: that. So... A lot, a lot has changed in 20 years, both culturally and around the Sunshine Coast and around the world, right? But what's changed in the work that you've delivered for your clients in the advertising and marketing space? Because I, I think a lot has changed.
0: A lot has changed. Back in, um, back in 2003, uh, it was very much traditional media. It was television, radio and print. And uh, very much, I'd, I'd, I'd say that small to medium-sized businesses were locked out of advertising mm. in those traditional medias because it was way, way too expensive for them yeah. and they couldn't get a return on that investment so uh, small to medium sized businesses very much uh, invested their their marketing but their annual marketing budgets into things like yellow pages uh, which seems crazy now but spending 10 to 15 to 20,000 dollars on a yellow pages ad and if they weren't in it they weren't happy jan and uh, the yellow Pages back then was the Google search for, mm-hmm. for, for people, for businesses, business to business, yeah. for for customers looking to uh, use services, buy products, et cetera. Um,
1: let our fingers do the walking. Let our
0: fingers do the walking <laughs> and uh, networking. And uh, that was pretty much it. So it was very limited. They And really the, the knowledge of the their customer was quite limited because mm. we didn't have the data that we've got today. Um So, things very much changed and uh, we didn't have social media as well uh, to the same degree that – well, we didn't have social media at all, but definitely not to the same degree that we've got today. Mm. So, it was a very different space um, and a lot of the work back then um, was very much traditional based. It was very much, in terms of locally on the Sunshine Coast, um, very much property, tourism and retail. And – not a lot of other I- industries because uh things weren't growing as uh, as things have in the last 10 years um we we spent as a result of our backgrounds and the way the coast was uh, developing or not developing at the time we spent a lot of time with clients off the sunshine coast so particularly in brisbane and further further south and even even north into central and northern queensland uh which we still do today um but in terms of the work itself, work has changed dramatically, and uh, the type of uh, the type of work, the type of clients have changed locally on on the Sunshine Coast. So a lot more creative industries, professional services, uh, a lot more food businesses uh, as well, a lot more clean tech businesses mm. as well, a lot more education. As health, well. health, health as well, right? Huge. Health is huge. You know, in 2016, it was only 2016 when Sunshine Coast uh, University Hospital came about. And uh, we, had a, we had a bit to do with that, particularly with council um, and particularly with developers uh, around that Petinia site. And uh, that was really a game changer. That The development of the Sunshine Coast Airport, um, the development of, of council in terms of um, their plans to, to grow business. To uh, grow people's incomes, etc. on the Sunshine Coast, change the dynamic and uh, how people how people worked as well, where people could start to work remotely and enjoy the lifestyle here, and that's accelerated even further in the last two to three years since COVID, of course, where uh, the days of uh, big CBDs uh, seem to be behind us, and it's more polycentric type of uh, type of development of regions where. Um, nodes hubs etc are developing but as well people working from home yeah and uh and having a lot more access particularly small businesses having a lot more access to promote themselves particularly through digital particularly through google particularly through social media and uh, developing their own content developing content uh, with people like yourselves and um, pretty much activating that content amplifying it through various channels, and not just um, not just traditional channels anymore, but new channels, more where they can have a more targeted uh, approach to their customers, understanding their customers a lot better, with the availability of data, mm. whether that's data available through Google, through your social media, whether it's through uh, purchase behavior data, etc., having an understanding of knowing your customer. I think we now know our customer better than we ever have in terms of their age, their gender, where they live, what they consume, what media habits they have, et cetera. So we've got a pretty great starting point for knowing our customer, which then starts to, which really then starts to look at the message we need to create to to, uh, pretty much promote to that customer. And uh, they influence the messages we develop to create. So... Creating the message, knowing the customer, and across different types of media has been has been very different, very exciting, um, very innovative, very creative, and coming up with new ways. Because of course, there's a lot more in a lot more people doing it now, so it's very crowded. Yeah. So developing the right content that cuts through and people you inter, through advertising interrupting people's people's day. And what message, what content, what content, what style of content is needed to uh, to cut through and and grab their attention?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm interested. You know, as we've seen, particularly in in the Sunshine Coast, as you talk about there, the shift in in marketing channels, right? Ways for advertising, ways of getting your information and your message out there as a brand has changed. And obviously, you as a as a business and Dtb there have changed the way that you've helped your clients over that period of time but but what are some of the fundamentals of marketing and advertising and branding that you guys are deep into that haven't changed regardless of the channels can you talk us through those sorts of things that even though the channels have changed Mm. some of the things that you need to do as a business haven't
0: right oh absolutely um marketing branding hasn't changed uh in decades uh the The fundamentals are very much still the same, and in terms of your brand, uh, who are you? Whether it's your personal brand, whether it's a product, a service, a destination, an organisation, who are you? What's your point of difference? Why should people like, choose, come and shop with you, come and visit your your destination as opposed to going somewhere else? So, what is it that you do? Is yeah, is is tremendously important um but people want to understand why you do things as well so you know we all often hear you know what what's your why? Mm. why why do you do what you do and why is what you do what you do important to your your target audience um what uh what value will you provide them as opposed to your competition and understanding that and you hear marketing jargon uh, unique Selling Propositions, USPs. But, you know, w- what is your claim of distinction? Uh, what sets you apart? And that's probably one of the fundamental and one of the first questions when we sit down with clients. Um, when we ask them what they do, they can rattle off that they've been around forever. They they do this, they do that. But what what makes you different? Mm. And what why do you do what you do? And why do you do what you do? Is is why is that important to your target audience, and uh, so understanding that and then then curating key messages to appeal to that target audience by understanding who that target audience is. So you've got to know your customer. Uh, what does your customer like? What are the pain points? What are the things that they're currently missing out on that your product, your service, your destination provides them, and uh, or or pretty much meets addresses that they're having yeah. um, so that that pain point um, so knowing that customer as I mentioned earlier the the amount of data that we've now got available enables us to understand that customer um, and then really so creating it getting your messaging right knowing your customer developing your advertising in terms of what do you want your advertising to do uh, before you get to choosing what medium, whether you want to use traditional, digital, social or a mix of a mix of all of the above. But what do you want your advertising to do? Do you want your advertising to build your brand by making people aware of what you do? Or do you want people to engage and respond to what you're doing? So do you want to create a greater sense of urgency where you're after uh, lead generation? So you're basically wanting inquiries and therefore – You're probably going to have a stronger message you want people to react to your advertising you want people to do something so you need a you very much need a a call to action a strong call to action so whether you want them to call you whether you want them to visit you whether you want them to go to your website your social media for more information etc so really you want people to do something um so we're being targeted with our messaging our customer our audience and then we want to measure our advertising. So we have everyone, no matter how big, small or big you are, everyone's got a budget. So how do we make that budget work? So based on what your goals are, what you want to get from your advertising, um, who where who your market is, where your audience is, where they are, then we work out the media in terms of what media could best work for you. Yeah. So if you've got a limited um Budget like those businesses twenty years ago who could only afford yellow pages and not much more. With a budget like that, um, we're probably going to look at a bit more digital, a bit more social activity um, in, a, in a Sunshine Coast marketplace, in a regional marketplace. Traditional media can be can be quite affordable. So, TV, which is still which is still uh, quite popular, still gets a lot of eyeballs on the news and a number of shows. Radio as well, and even some some print publications. Not so much the daily newspaper anymore, but uh, whether it be magazines, etc., or even signage on on transit, on buses, mm. uh, on billboards, etc. So we look at all of those all of those opportunities, and in terms of planning and what's going to work best in terms of where that audience is, how you want that audience to respond, what messages we want to put out there and the consistency of message, the repetition of message, and the length of the campaign. So we want to be out there for a period of time in terms of affordability, month on month. So with our clients, we want to really work with them for a three-month period initially. So we've got a good gauge of what works, what doesn't work. Um, with with digital, with social media, um, we can have live dashboards so we're in live time so we know we know what's we don't have to wait till the ad has run on TV or radio or in the newspaper We don't have to wait till the end of the month we can look at what is happening day to day with that activity we've got out there in the marketplace and if it's working great if it's not if it's not working as well as we we had hoped um, we we work on, Updating the message, changing the message, even changing the media. Some media may be working better than others. Uh, social media may be working better than digital. Traditional may be working better than either. So we can we can work with our clients uh, through through uh, live dashboards to really be measuring and understanding what what works and what doesn't. But the fundamentals, as as you mentioned, Ben, they haven't changed yeah. in. In decades, and uh, if if you haven't got that messaging right, if you're not knowing your customer, um, if you're not if you're not if you're not fulfilling a need, and if you're not if you haven't got benefits of what you're doing, then you're probably wasting your time. Yeah. Because no matter how much you advertise, people aren't buying. So you've got to give them a reason to purchase what what you're selling.
1: Yeah, that's great. And underpinning all of that is that that idea of the brand, right? And you mentioned that right from the start there that, you know, even you know, two thousand and three, and much earlier than that as well. Like it, the brand was was critical to actually underpin what it is that you're wanting that message to come across
0: as for that business. And branding branding uh, now people are people are wanting to know more about brands. They want to know. Um, the origin of brands, yeah. even even the food they eat. They want to know where it comes from, who, who grows it, et cetera. And that's a, that's a brand story in itself, telling the story of your brand. So if you do run your own business out there, no matter what type of business uh, across whatever industry, people want to know who you are. Um, so make it personal yeah. and be real, be authentic. People buy from people they like, no matter who you are. Right. So they've got to like you. And, uh, and people buy from people people buy not, from people not
1: brands not a logo Right? But you don't buy from a no logo. you don't yeah
0: you're, you're not some if you're a small medium-sized business you're not some faceless big corporate uh that people don't know and people can't get in touch with um be personal mm. uh, be real be authentic tell stories and uh that's what branding is all about telling your story uh who you are why you do what you do uh interacting with your customers um your customers are the best source of some of your stories. Your customers will help tell other people about how great you are. Uh, keeping your current customers happy will we'll find new customers for you. We talk about word of mouth advertising being the most, the most potent advertising. Reviews, people don't, people don't ask for reviews for no reason. People look at reviews. They want to know what people have experienced in terms of dealing with your business. So encourage people to review your business. Sure, you may get some reviews you're not happy with, but if you're confident, you'll, most of your reviews will be four or five stars and help you sell your business. And using those testimonials, um, asking people to to, to put, put their name, put their face to your business by even videoing them, their experience in dealing with you. Um, content. Um, is content marketing uh, again hasn't changed but has developed so much over the last 20 years in terms of engaging engaging exciting educating your, cust- your customer your client and there's no better way to do it now We're, we've all we all walk around with cameras in our pockets in our hands yep. um, whether it be still images whether it be video images if we need to bring in professionals to help us uh, develop Develop that content, but developing those stories, selling your stories, telling telling people about your brand. If you're local, your family history, your family story, uh, profiling your staff. We find with our clients, we can tell them all about how great the business is, the venue is, etc. But when we s- profile staff within that business, whether it's a hospitality business, that's what people really gravitate towards because they've They've had experiences with that person you're profiling, and they comment on it. You know that person was great. They served us the other night, or whatever it may be, uh, and that's that's how people start engaging with you because they can see people, they understand people, and they they engage with people, mm-hmm. not businesses so yeah. much.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the the landscape has definitely changed over the over the twenty plus years that you've been in advertising and marketing here on the coast the channels have changed but the fundamentals are still the same as as you say here but i'm interested to explore as we wrap up here michael it continues to change right i think the 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 rate of change over the last i'm going to say 12 months yep. has been significant mm. in technology in artificial intelligence in in platforms and marketing and channels that we have the opportunity to to get our message out on so for businesses like we just really nicely talked about the idea that the fundamentals haven't changed in the last 20 years, but Mm. how do you think businesses can approach the next, let's say five years with so much change here so that they don't get left behind so that they can adapt and stay relevant in, Mm. in in the market that they're playing Mm. in today?
0: That's a great question. And I think one people you're continuously learning no matter how long you've been in the business, you're continuously learning, you continuously need to adapt. You need to be flexible Uh, You can't continue to do things as you've always done. Otherwise, we know it will always get. Um, So the opportunity to continue to learn and continue to reach out to others uh, that are in your market, are in your space and learning from others. Uh, Learning from people, may not be necessarily in your industry, but people who, who may be doing something different. And you see that reaching out to them and uh, meeting up and again technology allows us to do that linking up with people is 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 a lot easier than what it is Um, and really very much uh, learning from their experiences um, but also looking at if you're not comfortable with the technology that's evolving as you say at such a pace reach out and catch up with people who work in that that technology Mm. work who work in advertising, marketing, uh, video content, marketing agencies and spend some time understanding and how you can improve, how you can learn from that and, uh, and, and catching up with them. So re- reaching out to people um, because it, it is changing and we know that people are so busy now working in their own business. It's, it's like anything. If, if you need help with finance – Uh, You're not a finance expert, so you reach out to get help from a financial expert who's in that space twenty four seven. So reaching out to people who work in that space and uh, who can help you with that space. Um, Learning from young people is also, I always find, keeps you young. And uh, young people may not have the worldly experiences that uh, us us older folk have. but, from a technical point of view, they've grown up with the technology yeah and you know, i've got I've got two twenty something year olds and a and a late teen and they're very much leaps and bounds ahead of me in terms of using the technology um, and there's young people who you can bring into your business and uh we've we've got access to a fantastic university here on the Sunshine Coast and there's kids screaming out while they're studying for work experience, for internships, or instead of them making coffees or flipping burgers, um, get them into your business for hours a week. And the energy, the excitement, the knowledge they bring into your business, how to use social, how to use digital, um, and you help them, you mentor them in terms of um, the stories, you give them... The marketing, the branding that hasn't changed in decades. You give them that knowledge, and they then apply that knowledge to the to the pretty much the technology that's available, and they can develop visuals, real stories for your business um, that you can only dream of. Um, so it's it's keep yourself young by update, always updating your skills, always looking for new ideas, engaging with other people, but also looking at young people within your business and uh, not just looking at them as inexperienced people because they're well experienced uh, in technology which is where we're heading and uh, in terms of how to how to overcome some of maybe your weaknesses or your lack of understanding of how technology works they will quickly help your business
1: yeah I love that, Michael. I love the idea of moving with the times, adapting, but getting support, bringing people into your business or consulting with your business or you know, embracing the younger generation as well, who, who maybe some of this comes more naturally to as well. But I just want to say here as well, underpin all of that with the fundamentals, right? The, mm. Regardless of the platforms, regardless of things that, that have changed a lot hasn't in no. growing your business and marketing and I don't think that will change. We may be doing it differently. We may be like relying on AI and chatbots and all that sort of fancy stuff, but if we haven't got our brand right, we don't know who we're talking to, the audience. We haven't got clear goals for our marketing and and our advertising then we're probably just going to be wasting our money, right?
0: Wasting our money absolutely. In the 1950s in New York, uh, the Godfather of uh, of of marketing, David Ogilvy uh, said, if advertising or marketing doesn't have an idea, it'll pass your customer like ships in the night. Mm. And uh, that was in the 1950s. And uh, if you've seen this show Mad Men, that all came out of that, Madison Avenue, all that type of stuff, and it hasn't changed. And really, people come to us, uh, no doubt people come to you for our thinking. Um, they, they probably can't do it themselves. But they come, what's the value that, that, you, that you provide them? What's the idea What's the thinking? Why are we doing this? Because if, if we can't answer those questions, then we shouldn't be doing it. So if you want to go out there and advertise, don't just advertise for the sake of it. Don't just put yourself on radio because everybody else is doing it or you think it's a good idea. Ask yourself, why are you doing this and what do you want to achieve from this? And therefore, by answering those questions, understanding your customer, getting your brand messaging right – then you've got a much greater opportunity to get a greater return on your marketing advertising investment.
1: And that's a beautiful spot to wrap up here, Michael. Well said. So Michael, just in closing here, uh, for, for those listening or watching and they want to reach out to you, maybe get some help with their marketing and advertising, where would you like people to go? How can people reach out and, fi- and find you and DTB Advertising?
0: Well, DTB Advertising, down to business. So let's get down to business. So if you're wanting to catch up, um, there's no, no cost in meeting up and having a chat terms of where you're at what you want to achieve and uh, from that we can outline a outline a plan an, an approach and uh pretty much no obligation come along have a, have a chat to us um contact us through our website dtb.com.au and uh we can go from there uh we've got a we've got a brief on on our website so you can fill out what you're wanting to achieve what media you've been using a little bit of background, etc we can then meet, have a very constructive catch-up and uh, give you something um, that uh, can add value to your business. No matter what that business may be, we work across diverse industries, diverse sizes of businesses as well. So no no jobs too small. And uh, really, we really want to see people um, getting real return on their investment. Too many times we see people who have spent good money after bad mm. by not getting it right, by doing it themselves or doing it with whoever and haven't had the fundamentals put in place. So the foundation we need the foundation, as, as you've said a number of times, Ben, we need to get the marketing strategy, the brand strategy right, the messaging right, the knowledge of the customer right and then we worry about where where we're going to put that messaging in terms of the media, the advertising. Sometimes people do it the other way around. They start with, I've, I've booked... I've booked X amount of dollars worth of radio or TV. What do I do now? And they don't get it right. And guess what? It doesn't work. And uh, they're just wasting their money. So in terms of getting better media, better marketing, better, better advertising, uh, let's get down to business, dtb.com.au.
1: Michael Malloy, thanks for joining me on the thanks, Coast ben. and it's Commerce podcast. It's been fun. And for you guys, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you can catch the next Coast and Commerce podcast podcast episode, whether that be on your podcast player or on YouTube. So we're in both places and uh, we'll be back you with, back with you with another episode real soon. See ya.